The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's not another Buffalo podcast. The bi-weekly show hosted by three of the most underqualified sports personalities this side of the canal with John. Joe Flacco has a Super Bowl MVP. Look at the stats, dog. He has a Super Bowl MVP. Look look at the stats. And Rando. Your argument said that Matt Ryan went to a Super Bowl. Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl. Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl. And then people were like, Joe Joe Flacco Flacco On Buffalo Rumblings. Welcome back to Not Another Buffalo Podcast. I'm John. I'm here with my buddy Brando here on a Wait, Wednesday yo. evening. But when you listen to this, you'll be celebrating Friday morning. So uh, happy, happy Friday, Friday. To, to all of you out there getting ready for a big Bills game this weekend. Brando, how's your how's your week been? Good? It's great. Great week. I love Dolphins week. It's exciting. The kids are more in tune to it this year with the 70 points put up this week. You know, my friend Sam, friend of the show, coworker, is a diehard Dolphins fan. So we've been having some fun at school, printing out these Squish the Fish posters and taping them on her door. And she came back and I have a Bills bulletin board and I keep their record, their running record. So it's like two and one, the Bills flags, the Josh's Jacks cereal boxes. And she came up and wrote a two and two sign. So she covered the, the one loss and put another two sign over that. And it was like after, was it Sunday, October 1st at 4.30 PM? And it was when Tua was hugging Josh after they lost last year. So we got a little <laughs> bit of banter in the school. So it's fun. I'm looking forward to it. I've been listening to a lot of sports media takes and I don't know. It's just exciting. It's cool to see this two teams. They called the game of the year already. We just talked about this before the Bills are in a lot of game of the years. So I guess that's what happens when you're in a good team. But I heard this division too. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But I heard this take earlier today, John, and I wanted to know what your take on it was. And it was like, how long does the 70 points in a game resonate? for a franchise. So it's like, do do they hang their hat on that all year long? You have to be like week 14 comes around and they throw up, you know, a 20 point game, a 19 point game and an 18 point game. Do you still say, well, the Dolphins scored 70 points in week two. So you got to be careful for them, you know, or does it go forever? Like, is it iconic? How long does this resonate with these guys? That's a good question because I mean, they're not pointing up 70 points every week, right? And they're no. not going to put up 70 points likely again this year. I mean, I don't want to hey, they guess play they the could. Patriots again. No, well, Patriots were the best defensive team, I guess. I'm trying to right. poop on the Patriots. That was a bad take. You can cut that out. No, but like, you know, they're not scoring 70 every week. The So they're good, obviously. They put up lots and lots of points, but it seems like the X factor was just like the Broncos doing everything wrong that they possibly could. Yeah. So, and, you know, it might come up again if, 
they're playing a Broncos caliber team and you could expect that. But, you know, most of the time in the NFL, the teams are close enough in, you know, skill to to not have a totally sideways score like that. But I guess we, that can't be said of the Broncos this year. Yeah. Oh, man, that's true. The take that I had on it was we still hang our hat on the perfect playoff game against New England. Sometimes that's true. Right? We still do it. And I think what's more impressive, the perfect game or 70 points. I think it's a coin flip. Both of them are awesome. I mean, the perfect game is it's, it's like a no hitter in, in perfect game of baseball, right? The no hitter is great, but perfect game is perfect. And 70 yeah. points has happened never in an expanded NFL. So I think I, I to kind of elaborate on your point too. I think that when you're talking about the legacy of this game and not just like, you know, people talking about it on a week to week basis yeah. as the season goes along from a legacy point, it totally depends on how the season turns out. Right. Cause yeah. a bit, if you know, the dolphins get into the playoffs, even win the AFC East and they lose the first round, who cares about a 70 point game? You know, Patriots, yeah. you know, Patriots didn't have the perfect season. They had it. And then they lost the super bowl and that season's True. remembered for the super bowl more than it is for the 16 wins. Yeah. So, and the playoff wins, like, can you remember yeah. who the, the Patriots played in the playoffs that year? I don't. That's a great question. Who, who, who did the knows? Patriots play in the 2007, 2008 playoffs? Like yes. what was their close? Well, who was their, what was their closest victory? Uh, uh, you know, what was their biggest blowout victory that season? You know, I remember some of those Patriots games, but I can't remember what season it was. <laughs> I remember this. So they beat the Jags 31, 20, and then they beat the Chargers. And I want to say that's Phillip Rivers torn ACL game that he plays on. And it's cold because it's 21 to 12. And then they play the Giants being a 12 and a half point favorite and held a fourth quarter lead, ultimately losing to Eli Manning. Oh, how embarrassing. Sorry. That's what they wrote. I just read the script. Um, but that's a good point. Very good point. And at least for the, our perfect game, it happened in a playoff game. So we right. have that. I'm not trying to best, you know, 70 points, 70 points. Kudos. Right. I, again, I think we remember it as the perfect game. Do Miami fans remember our perfect game against New England? Probably not. They, they don't care. New so, England fans do. That's true. That's they probably matters. remember that. Yeah. I digress. Yeah. Uh, anyway, well, we got some games to pick. We have some good ones and some bad ones on the slate. It was it was not a loaded slate this week. I was surprised to see. But there's there's really good games and there's one really, really bad game that we just had to put on here. So uh, <laughs> without further ado, let's uh, let's make some picks here. For the guys to pick their picks in the pick six pickums. All right. Atlanta is going into Jacksonville. Jacksonville is three point favorites in this one. They let you down last week. Spoiler alert, they spoiled Brando's bets. Brando's bets is womp, two and womp, one. Womp. I'll say this though, yeah. the Bills are elite and they're two and one. So if that makes yeah. you feel any better, uh, you Shout know, correlation versus causation managers. there. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, how, how you feel about this game? Can you trust Jacksonville things. after that? You know they got obliterated by Houston. Major note on this game: it's in London. It's at nine thirty yes. Sunday morning, yes. and I say that being a big deal because Jacksonville is a home crowd in London. But whatever. Um, I'm saying it for Atlanta's purposes. They have the fourth rated pass defense in the NFL right now, averaging 170 yards per game. Their home and away splits, John, are massive different and it's the biggest on this sheet by a lot how far does that statistic go back just this season right now just this season okay so so far the buffalo is number three and their home split their home games they're allowing 185 passing yards per game and the away games they're allowing 121 passing yards per game probably because they played zach wilson and the jets in new york 
But Atlanta's home passing yards against per game is 133.5. And on the road, it's 243. So it's a lot more. And I think Jacksonville has a better passing attack. They have better weapons. They're going to need to not run the ball into the defensive front. So give me the Jags. All right. I'm going to take Jacksonville, but maybe for a slightly different reason. Obviously, a big bounce back week for them. You don't want to be looking at one and three if you're Jacksonville. I mean, after the way they looked at the end of the last season, I don't think that's the way you want to start this season. And Atlanta's two and one. I think the the scales tip out a little bit. You know, I don't see Jackson or I don't see Atlanta being three and one, you know, no. at this point in the season. Like they both come out of this two and two. Jacksonville does ultimately get the win. I think this could be close. I think Atlanta's a better team than Houston is, but Jacksonville just, you know, when you're getting a punt return on you by a fullback you know that it's, it's just not your day. So, Five people had this hands on this fullback. Five Jacksonville yeah. Jags. And so they had a kicked block. Uh, they've had penalties. They've had a lot. They lead the league in drops. 10% of Trevor Lawrence's dropbacks are drops. Wow. Calvin Ridley, my darling player, leads the league with or four just your, Or just your darling, you know. He does. <laughs> your and darling does player. Your, yeah, player. your darling gambler as well. So, <laughs> um, so this will be one to but, keep an eye out for. But Desmond Ritter, Vegas. We know Vegas is right a lot, which is why they have billions of dollars, right? We've gotten to that. We established that. I think that's fair. Desmond Ritter was named most likely QB to be benched. The next QB to be benched. The season, I think it started Kenny Pickett. Mike Shope was telling us this on the radio tonight for DGR. Kenny Pickett was the first quarterback ready to be benched, like odds wise, the lowest odds to be benched. And Desmond Ritter jumped up to be the number one odds favorited to be benched quarterback next. So food for thought on that one. And who who would they have behind him? Mariota? Is there anyone else there? They didn't draft anybody else because Desmond Ritter's in his second year, right? Yeah. I mean, they're bridging it, right? What are they winning? Call somebody I don't know. It's tough because they have time. all these offensive weapons, right? Like what you, you got to ask yourself, like, what are they doing? You know, are they going to trade Kyle Pitts? You know, that was a, that was a report that somebody floated out there. Don't know if there's any truth to that, but yeah. And also those, those passing yards against statistics. I love juicy nuggets like that. I just feel like there hasn't been enough games yet for them that yeah. to be statistically significant. Well, like, I Cause I mean, who was the guy who put 282 on them in, in an away game? Haven't Jared they played Goff? two home? Yeah. So they played the, the, no, no, they played the lions. Wasn't that in Atlanta or was that at Ford field? It was in Ford field. Okay. So yeah, that there's your away statistic and they've played, yeah. gosh, who did they play? They've played the Carolina Panthers, I think yeah. in Atlanta and the, so, and the saints. So maybe I know, think Jacksonville's got a comparable offense to the lions though. Right. At above average quarterback, good weapons, balanced running yeah. game, strong yeah. tight ends, maybe a little less explosive, but they have, they have the horses to put up points yeah. uh, on a good day. So I'm, I'm glad we're in agreement there. And uh, I, I, like I, I, Jacksonville, I think it was just a day. I think yeah. they're still going to be good. They still finish with a winning record. I don't, I don't think if you're a Jacksonville fan, uh, you should be worried other than the fact that you are a Jacksonville fan, but you shouldn't yeah. be worried about their season. I also don't really want them playing Buffalo coming off of two losses in London again. You know, you get a real motivated group, I think. Yeah. So give them to the bills at two and two. I like it. All right, next up, we have Baltimore going into Cleveland. Cleveland surprised us last week. And I, by the way, I totally forgot to recap how we did last week. So we'll do that at the end of these picks. Um, But Baltimore is going into Cleveland. Cleveland is three-point favorites. Interesting spread here, don't you think? Because, I mean, if you had this earlier on in the season and Cleveland didn't do what they did last week, you know, maybe the spread is a little bit different because they don't have they don't have Chubb right now and they're they're three point favorites at home. So how how do you feel about this one? Two parter. First part, I think it's more indicative on the Ravens play against the Colts. 
I mean, we all love Justin Tucker, but I have him for fantasy and I had him to win and I bet on the Ravens to win. So say what you want, Justin Tucker. You got a noodle leg, man. You're trash. You can't kick a 59 yarder in overtime to win the game. What? You can't, you can't kick a 59. You're the best kicker of all time. You can't kick a, whatever. Kick it short. <laughs> you left it short, man. That's how much the altitude and the wind helped you. It's like me saying the 300 yard drive I hit with you in Batavia the other day with a 40 mile an hour wind at my back. Yeah, I hit the ball 300 yards. to two. <laughs> But no, I um two parter is I want to say Cleveland's defense at home has allowed six points total in their wins or something like that, or six points in each win. So their defense locks them up. And I think the defense is going to contain Lamar Jackson, kind of like the Bills do. We'll see if the offense can keep up, but I'm going to take the Browns here. Maybe the under on that game too. I don't know. It's so random because uh, well, you could, you could see is, him yeah. being like 24, 22, like 24, 28. The Bills kind of play a lot of games like that against the Ravens, right? It's like 17 to eight, right? Well, I guess that would be the under. You know, one garbage time leaky touchdown. And yeah, that's all you need sometimes. I'm a I'm gonna go Baltimore here. I I like him in this spot. Cleveland had a great response game to the Nick Chubb injury, but you know, I don't know. I just these teams, it's a divisional matchup. Those can be a little bit weird, but I just I trust Lamar Jackson more than Deshaun Watson right now. And that might not be what it comes down to. But I'm sure most people would agree with that statement. Yeah, Lamar Jackson on on his best day can hang with anybody. So I'm yeah. going to take Baltimore in that one. Next up, we have the matchup of the week. Denver at Chicago. Can you believe that a team that just got 70 put on them is favored? How do you feel if you're Chicago and that's the disrespect that you're getting? Feel bad for Tremaine Edmonds. Yeah. That's sad. How fast do you think he would take a plane back to Buffalo? I don't know. For... I mean, he's getting paid. He's getting paid pretty good. I guess you're going home to your penthouse in Chicago overlooking the lake. Cashing. What's 18 million divided by 52? How much is that a week? Who knows? It's like here's, here's a ba- grand a week. Yeah. Here's a better question. In this hypothetical scenario, Tremaine Edmonds comes back to Buffalo and is back on the roster. Who's starting? Oh, good question. Good question. Who are you going to start after, Definitely not. after three Terrell Bernard good performances? Like, Can I put are, we hyping him up? are we hyping? Can I put him as a DN? Just a blitzer. It's, just, it's an interesting question. And I don't know. Maybe the defense, this is a scheme question probably more than anything else because the way you run your defense would be different based on those two players. But very good question. Know. Maybe you bench Taron Johnson. Dude, you got to stop with this Taron Johnson hate. That dude is one of the I most elite him. players like on this Johnson. defense. Well, your solution to everything is like put Taron Johnson on the bench. No, I, saw, I said I want him I on the saw, field with rap together. I saw a very good graphic on Twitter and I'm going to totally butcher the description of this, but it was basically a grading system. You know, you ever see one of those graphs with all the dots all over it, yeah. right? Sometimes yeah. you have a teams, it's DVOA or it's, you know, on one Efficiency, axis. Efficiency, pass right. blocking, whatever it is. Yeah. And so for this, it was, it was like average yards of separation. So lower is better. And it was like, it was some measure of DBs and how good they are at coverage. And so you look at the outliers and Taron Johnson is way up in the top right corner, like above everybody in the NFL, like including these lockdown corners. And yeah. Trey, what Trey White was over there too, like very well graded so far this season. So uh, Taron Johnson flies under the radar sometimes, but he is extremely good at what he does. There's no Taron uh, Johnson hate from me. I just traded for him for my Madden franchise. You know, I'm trying to mix up the personnel. You asked a hard question. I don't have an easy answer for you. I know. I don't. I don't either. <laughs> You know, I think I you got to roll with the hot hand at this point. I'm Definitely. not saying that, you know, 
I'm not saying this is totally sustainable, but I mean, how can you not like what you've seen so far from TV? Yep. So anyway, Denver at Chicago. Back oh, to this clunker. This game. I'm betting I have to pick Sean Payton. That's, I think that's literally exactly what I was thinking when I wrote yeah. in my pick. I'm going with Denver. It's like they need this win more desperately than Chicago does. Yes. And, De- and Chicago is desperate, but Denver's that much more desperate because yes. you just traded all these picks for a coach. Like you were supposed to be in win now mode. Chicago is kind of like, well, we kind of wanted to win now, but uh, we wouldn't mind tearing this entire thing down because we kind of stink anyway. Like they, they also I feel like expectations weren't super high heading into the season. No. But. And when you, when you look at how many draft picks the bears have in the next two years, especially next year, they have Carolina's first round pick. What are they? Right. One and two or going three. And you have your own. You could end up with picks one and four picks, two and five picks one and two. Wait, do they have Carolina's first round pick? Would they move? Do, they have, do they have Texas or do they have Carolina? I can't they remember because they would have traded. I traded a one for DJ Moore, right? Chicago trade. The Bears traded the number one pick in the draft to the Panthers in exchange for veteran receiver DJ Moore, a first round choice, a second round pick, and a 2024 first round selection and a 2025 second round selection. Oh, okay. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. So the bears could be like, Oh, we're going to lose. Okay. Justin Fields. See ya. Okay. Caleb Williams. Hello. Okay. We want you so say you want to drive, you want to draft the next quarterback. Okay. Give us two more first and two more seconds for the next two years or Dang. whatever you want to do. You know, they could really load up bears on the tank already. Portrait made admins. I'm not going to say go Denver, but give me the Broncos. Yeah. Quietly. <laughs> give me the Broncos. Yeah. All right. This one's interesting. So we both, spoiler alert, all three of us messed up on our Cincinnati pick last week. We picked the Rams because we didn't think Joe Burrow was going to play. Lo and behold, he didn't look good, but he did play, got the win, and uh, just cleared that that spread. Cincinnati is favored by the same number this week, two points. I thought I picked the Rams in that game. Oh, we all did pick the Rams. We We all did pick the Rams. Yeah, yeah. And and Cincinnati won by three, so. Gotcha. Isn't that a wash? Isn't that a tie? Uh, 19 minus 16 would be three. What was it? Oh, 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 I, I realized that I was wrong. That's all right. I'm looking here at the score. You don't have it in front of you. So. No, I don't. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Carry on. <laughs> Cincinnati at Tennessee. Cincinnati is favored by two. I don't know. Who do you got? I've got Cincinnati. I, <laughs> I don't care if it's starting quarterback, backup quarterback. Tennessee looked awful last week. And they screwed up my pick against the Browns last week because yeah. they they yeah. won by so much. But so yeah, I'll take I'll take Cincinnati minus two. Joe Burrow slowly getting better. Doesn't look good, but it's not going to take much against this Tennessee team, I don't think. I want to say the stretch of the games for the Bengals is their weakest stretch of the season. They have three games in a row against bad teams. And uh, if I'm Zach Taylor, I'd be like, hey, Joe, go to the Bahamas for three weeks. Stick your leg in a bucket of ice and I'll see you in November. But I don't know I gotta, if that's what he's going to do. I, you might have to look at their upcoming schedule. I feel like they've got some uh, some doozies on there. Titans, Cardinals, Seahawks, 49ers, Bills, Texans. So you can okay, go Titans, so they got, they got Cardinals. Seahawks are, Seahawks are not, you know, they're not going to roll over. I would consider no. that a semi-tough game. But then yeah, 49ers, but Titans and, Car- Titans and yeah. Cardinals. Yes. Joe Burrow, ice. So who, who I got Cincinnati minus two. Who do you got for this one? I'll take Cincy as well. I don't like it. I really kind of feel bad. I really hope he doesn't get hurt more. I have a take on this. And I was going to save it for the Dolphins game. But I want to say Joe Burrow and Tua Tagovailoa have both missed the same amount of games. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, well, Joe Burrow lost an entire season for his ACL, you know, his rookie year, right? Or towards the, I don't know what point. It was like Uh, Tua and Burrow both have missed the same amount of games, but there's a narrative on one's health and not the other. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's tough too, because it's like they both have 
very different issues there. It's it's knee yeah. stuff versus head stuff, and head stuff. You got to his hip can, also, right? Right. You you have like more uncertainty surrounding head injuries because you know, like one bad head injury could be the end of your career, right? Whereas like, yeah. you know, you tear your AC. The most you're gone for any kind of knee injury is usually like a year, 18 months, something yeah. like that. Well, anyway, I want to so say who, Joe Burrow is a lot bigger than Tua too, also. I don't know. I, I'm trying to, maybe a little bit, but I would say like maybe just two inches. That's my guess. Third, it's Burrow's 6'4", Tua is 6'1". Okay, mm-hmm. three inches. Whatever. Yeah. Joe Burrow's really 6'4". He doesn't look that big. Tall guy. Basketball maybe, player. Maybe it's his face. All right. Anyway, uh, so you got Cincinnati minus two in that I one. I got Cincinnati. Yeah. Cincinnati. Did I say that? Yes. Jamar Chase, okay. T. Higgins, anybody can throw to those guys. All right. Um, next up, we have Seattle traveling to New York to play the Giants. This is a pick 'em. Yeah. So straight up, who you got? Why don't you tell me who you have first for this one? Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I never bet against my boy Gino unless they're playing a really good team. And uh, really? the Giants, sorry, not a good team this year. I'm going to take Seattle. Giants might finish with a losing record this year. I'm curious to probably why this will. is a I, I said that like it was going to be a hot take. I'm sorry. They probably won't finish with a winning record this year. Oh, man. I'm curious to see why Vegas thinks this will be so close. Or do they think Seattle's not as good or do they think the Giants are better than like are reaching maybe a, the day ball effect? Seattle was a little bit stronger of a team last year. They they haven't they've played well, but they haven't been quite as good as they were last year. Is is the impression that I'm getting? This game is in New York, so maybe if you favored the Seahawks by a point and a half, two points, that that evens it out. Home field advantage for the Giants, so that might well, be part of it. That all that put together, I think you're right, and I'll take Seattle as well, especially if it's a pick'em. Yeah, well, I'm glad I convinced you to be on the same page as me when I need to make up <laughs> games against you. So, uh, oh, didn't like I didn't oh, like how that one. Ooh, I like the sound of that. Tell me more. <laughs> all right, I need to make up. I shouldn't have said plural. I need to make up one game. So a we'll game start with game. that. It will be more true. after this week. All right, we'll we'll see. It all comes down to Baltimore, <laughs> Cleveland. But uh, all right, this is an interesting one. Obviously, the game that we'll all be watching Monday, Monday, Sunday at twelve o'clock. Football is Buffalo. played on Sundays. Well, also yes, Monday. Also Thursday. Monday. Yeah. We're having a rough go over here. All right. Uh, Miami's Miami's coming into Buffalo. Buffalo is two and a half point favorites. Brando, you got to give me your pick first on this one because you've uh I will take the first one, but I think you said that wrong, right? Miami's not favorited. Miami's not Oh, oh sorry. Buffalo is two and a half point favorites. Did I say yeah. Miami? Okay. Yeah, he's a Miami for correcting me on that. Favorite. That's okay. So this is crazy to me. The line. I, it should be a pick'em. My brain says make it a pick'em. Like my heart says make it a pick'em. We don't need any fancy songs or dances here. We've all watched highlights from both teams. Bills are loving the number two offense spot ever in this era. We're your second fiddle every year to somebody. Doesn't matter if it's the Dolphins right now or if it's the Chiefs before, but thing that makes a difference here is the defense. The Bills have a better defense. Vic Fangio, whatever you want to say about him, we torch him. <laughs> I'm not going to get into any history, right? We talk about every game's a different game about its own. But in these games, Josh Allen does show up. It's amazing. I want to say 13 touchdowns, three interceptions against Miami, a lot of yards in his last couple games, whatever it is. And he does have some turnovers. What, he threw two, two picks in that playoff game? Again, on WGR, they were saying today, Miami wants to run the ball. I think they said 31 times on average per game. And we you saw what we did to Josh Jacobs. We could probably do that with Miami's offense. And I think limiting those home runs is going to cut those scores down. So you're going to see exactly that playoff game. I think it's going to be Bills win 33-28. It'll be close though. Yeah. I have no idea what to expect, but as is tradition, I am picking Buffalo. Give me Buffalo minus 17. 
I will blindly take whatever spread on the game picks. <laughs> Buffalo minus Forever 17. Homer. Dolphins suck. I'm excited for this game. It'll be fun. Yeah. We will figure out how these teams match up. And it's it's the only the first meeting this year. There's definitely a second one and probably a third one coming up in the playoffs. So it'll be exciting to watch these teams clash three times again this year, most likely. Yeah. All right. Those are our picks. Let's recap last week really quick while we have a second. Pat went two and four. I went four and two and Brando had a nice clean five and one. So the, uh, one? the only one was the Rams over oh, Cincinnati yeah, and Cincinnati still only won that game by three. So oh. anyway, Sean McVay goes for two there at the end. Maybe we're singing a different <laughs> tune, but then I got to put yellow instead of red or green on the spreadsheet. And I hate that. So as soon as our records have a little tie next to it, three numbers, I'm like, that's too much. It's complicated. Yep. Keep it simple. It's already overcomplicated. You should see this thing. But <laughs> Yeah. Well, when you said, do you want to track these, Brandon? And I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You do a good job, Don. <laughs> you do a good job. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brando. Well, you're on you're on deck up next. We got Brando's bets coming up for you. Stick around and we'll be right back after the break. DraftKings Sportsbook is here keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away an instant winner. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Football is more fun when you're in on the action. So download the app now and sign up with code NABP for not another Buffalo podcast. New customers can bet just $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code NABP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLE or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensed partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, see sportsbook.draftings.com slash football terms for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Time for Brando's Bets. Advice, please gamble responsibly. All right. Welcome back to Brando's Bets. It's a loser's week, I guess. You could call me that. I did lose. You know, like I said, Justin Tucker sucks. The Jags let a fullback run a ball all the way across the field into the other end zone, which doesn't ever happen. So say what you want. Yeah, I'll take the L on my forehead, whatever that song is we talked about last week. But the week is new and we have new opportunities. And when I look across the NFL this week, you could do a lot. I mean, these games, Bill's Dolphins, you could find so much stuff, right? Whether it's the rushing yard props for James Cook or Tyreek Hill, who has not had a good career against Buffalo outside of in that game against the Chiefs in the regular season asterisk yep. in the regular season you could look for his under numbers you could look for total point numbers you could look for Bill's totals whatever you want for that game I'm sure we could talk about that after this but I'm not going to that game I'm going to find out whether Brando's bets hits or misses before these one o'clock games because I'm going to London and I am talking Calvin Ridley revenge game Atlanta versus Jacksonville Ridley who gets suspended for gambling bets on himself gets traded can you can you believe that right no he broke the <laughs> rules dude that's fine but returning to the team that drafted him and DraftKings has his line at 64 and a half yards over under give me the over 
over 64 and a half yards. That's one, one deep bomb down the field and, or maybe like four average bombs down the field. And he has dropped a bunch, but he is still getting targeted the most in Jacksonville's offense. So it's kind of on him to get himself out of this slump. And when you are a golfer or a baseball player, the only way to get out of these slumps is to keep playing. So as long as Trevor Lawrence continues to throw the ball his way, I'm not worried about that. It'll only take him a little bit of open space to get those 64 yards. So it could happen on any play. So that's the bet this week. Let's go to move on to three and one and put this loss in the rearview mirror. Calvin Ridley over 64 and a half receiving yards this week. Revenge I like game. it. I like it. Cool. Sweet. I got it written down. It's official. And that's, uh, is it minus 110? Oh, do you do that or minus 115? I want to say a $10 bet paid out 1880. So I think that'd be minus 115. All right. Down is minus 115. Sweet. I like it. I'm excited. What what are some props that you would look at in the Bills game while we've got some time here? I look at James Cook, right? He is averaging 20 touches a game almost. That's up there with McCaffrey and the, the big hitters in the league. So his rushing yard prop, I think it's been in the 40s the last couple of weeks. I like that. His over under is 54 and a half rushing yards this week. Interesting. Josh yeah. Owens is 33 and a half. Raheem Mostert's is 52 and a half. And Tua's is over three and a half yards. What's Allen's? Allen's is 33. Okay. I like that. He runs against the Dolphins. He had 40 something against Washington, right? Or 50 something. He did. Yeah. You never know if you're going to get the systematic Josh from two weeks ago yeah. where he has like almost none, no rushing yards at all. But I can't believe we didn't talk about this. Did you stand up and cheer when he slid on yeah. like one of the first yeah. few drives yeah. no. last week? I did the yeah. same. I, I cheered more for that than I do for most touchdowns. I was like, yes, yeah. Josh, don't jump already. This is what we've been waiting for. I, I mean, where can I find that prop, Josh, to try to jump a guy? He's going to do it. I think but, the only prop that you need, the only guy that I want to see Josh jump over is Xavier Howard. Yeah. Let me, let me put together a little parlay here, like something that I would do because I like games with good offenses. Obviously, you know, this could still be low scoring, but these offenses are going to get theirs. So I like something like, give me two seconds. Cause it, they have, they're not giving you props in the same game parlay yet. No. So you can't get the odds, but I like where your head's at. Cause like I always do bills over 14 and a half points, James cook over 35 and a half rushing yards. And I usually take step digs over 40 receiving yards. That that's great. And you'd end up probably plus 200. What's like no, but you get close. I want to say when I did it last week, it was like minus one Oh five. Okay. It's I close, guess depending on all like, really false. Yeah, those, They're not those, yeah, those are like negative 500 or lower usually. Yeah. I think the digs so. one, you have to do like 40 yards just to not get minus 2000 because this first oh, really? alternate number is really low. Yeah. 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 But he averages eight and a half catches or eight catches for 95 yards. So yeah, lock it in. Also, Damian Harris, anytime TD, Latavius Murray, usually good bets. You know, you do those guys every week and they're usually plus 400 or something like that. I don't know. Maybe they've been lowered since, they've probably been lowered since they've been scoring recently, but those are some uh, some good ones to look at too. Don't bet on James Cook to score a touchdown though. No, yes. Do not <laughs> do that. That will ruin your parlay. I hope by us talking about it makes him actually do it because I could use him yeah. for fantasy points, but he's a good producer for me right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, course the one week where we're like don't bet on james cook to score a touchdown he will so yeah. some things never fail you know, kincaid's numbers are always interesting as well 
right? He had a low game. So maybe you see him get a little bit more involved Yeah, against the weaker linebackers of Miami. Good point. I like, I like Kincaid anytime TD for this game too, as well. They've been trying. He's due. So. I think he's due. All right. Well, you guys know where to find us on Twitter and any other platform at not buff podcast. Uh, enjoy watching the game. It's going to be a good one. We'll be back next week on Wednesday as usual, but until then go bills, go bills, squish the fish. Yeah.